We're talking with Andrew Trigg from the Nevada County Sheriff's Public Information Department, uh, also covering EOC right now. Andrew, it's, uh, I don't know what day what this is. It's Wednesday evening now, and a lot of people still without power. Let's get to it. Uh, What can you tell people about tomorrow's firewood deliveries at the certain locations? Yeah, well, uh, as as mentioned, you know, today we're on day 10, which we were counting this morning. Couldn't believe it's already been that long. Uh, with tomorrow being day 11, we'll still be offering uh, wood available for pickup uh, in several areas throughout the county. It will still include the pickup areas that have been listed on our website as well as on Facebook. And that includes uh, the Eric Root Government Center. We've got a pickup point in uh, Cascade Shores, one at the Alta Sierra Fire Station next to the golf course, as well as the uh, Paradale Chicago Park Fire Department. So we have uh, more more wood being delivered today, tomorrow. And, and kind of the fascinating thing about that is we're able to source a lot of the wood locally from people who have uh, signed up through the Fire Safe Council to donate some. There's people, uh, as we speak, even this evening out there still uh, getting wood uh, split and prepared for neighbors. And then we also have more wood coming in from uh, places as far away as uh, Southern California and Oregon as well. So we'll continue the wood effort. The one thing that we do uh, certainly ask of anybody who is partaking is that they only take what they need for kind of the immediate future uh, to, to remain warm. While it uh, may seem like we've got quite a bit to go around, it is a very hot commodity and people need to just limit what they take. Yeah, I know that on Monday we were announcing the locations, and within a half an hour, a lot of them were out of wood because people just went there and grabbed them. So this all starts, what, after 8 o'clock tomorrow morning? You can go to these places? That is correct. After 8 o'clock tomorrow, they'll uh, be open, and we'll be ready uh, to uh, disperse more wood. A lot of people were getting frustrated that, oh, yeah, we heard, we go, and then we went there, but they were out by then. Uh, you think they're going to be stocked enough by tomorrow morning that they're not going to be running out, or do you anticipate maybe that happening? Well, we'd love to say it's an unlimited source. Uh, unfortunately, it's not. You know, the crews are trying to keep up uh, with the demand and splitting new wood as quickly as they can. We have uh, 20 cords that are slated for delivery uh, throughout the day tomorrow from outside sources. So, uh, unfortunately, you know, probably not the best answer for some folks, but it's just go out there and see what's available. Sometimes you can even stand by. They might tell you that in the next, you know, half an hour or hour, um, another delivery will be coming. But Uh, As you mentioned, the uh, supply is just kind of coming and going pretty quickly, and it's frankly kind of hard to keep track as to, you know, what the status is at each site. Are they planning to restock restock each site uh, starting on Friday then and then again on Saturday as well, do you know? Uh, We can't speak into the weekend yet. We're hoping that we'll see significant restoration, um, as uh, noted from PG&E's most recent uh, updates. So, Hopefully, the need for wood for community members will continue to decline, as we have seen. Uh, but we will make the wood available for as long as you know the supply is available and as long as people need it with power outages. Okay, let's uh, switch over to propane now. I saw an article about um, them waiving, uh, somebody waiving the uh, time limit on propane drivers, uh, because I think they're limited to, what, eight hours a day or something. And they're talking with the California Highway Patrol about suspending that so that propane drivers could work longer hours. Have you heard anything about that? We have. We've uh, we've done a lot of internal work. Uh, Steve Monahan, our chief information officer, who also works out of the ESU with us, has been working uh, real hard with the uh, Western Propane Association um, to hopefully get their input and get their buy-in and get their um, assistance when it comes to local propane deliveries here uh, within Nevada County. But the propane companies are able to uh, request what they call an hours of service waiver. 
that uh, is issued or a sign valve by the California Highway Patrol. And what that does is allows the drivers to operate for more hours in a day. So uh, rather than you know being able to make let's say 15 uh, you know stops or 15 uh, tank fill-ups a day, perhaps with the extension of hours they can operate in that commercial vehicle setting, they might be able to do 30 to 45 different deliveries. So as of last night, we heard that three of the main local companies, the Suburban Propane, Amerigas, and Ferrogas, had requested those hours of service waivers. Uh, we have not heard back officially if those have been granted yet. Okay. And let's also just talk a little bit about uh, people that have propane tanks that are waiting for them to get filled, uh, cleaning your own areas so that the tanks can get there. The propane drivers, of course, when they show up at a place that needs to be shoveled or whatever, they'll get out and do it, but then they waste a lot of time taking care of one customer when they could fill another four tanks while they're doing that. So if the public would actually help them by clearing the driveways and the access to the tanks, that might help. Is that correct? Yeah, one of the biggest problems our uh, propane delivery drivers are facing is they, they arrive at somebody's house, uh, you know, with a good intention to get their tank filled and move right along to the next neighbor, but they're being met with uh, propane tanks that are still covered in snow and completely inaccessible. So the driver, you know, again, wanting to get the, the propane delivered to that house uh, is spending, you know, upwards of an hour to be able to dig out that propane tank before they can fill it and move on. So it's uh, severely limiting the number of uh, deliveries that they can make during a shift, even if they were to receive some hours uh, or some waivers to be able to operate longer. So we really are asking for the community to work together. Maybe you're unable to do it, but perhaps there's a neighbor, a kid or somebody else that can help you out. So uh, do what you can to make sure that your propane tank is easily accessible, not only that the truck can you know, drive close enough to it, but also that the driver has the ability to bring a hose to it and can you know, walk safely in the area, and then certainly access the tank. So please uh, do what you can. It'll speed up the propane deliveries. It'll get more propane to more neighbors. I don't know if you're the right person to ask about this, but let's talk about uh, welfare checks now, um, wellness checks rather. Uh, I called in a wellness check on somebody in Lost Lake on uh, Saturday, and no one's still been out to their house. I've been checking on the lady, and she's getting by. Uh, I know folks up in Cascade Shores are having same issues. Uh, wh- how do how do we do the, How do we make this work a little bit better so that uh, we can get to the elderly and the people that are really trapped? If you're speaking specifically welfare checks um, from the sheriff's office perspective, every every call that we've received uh, has been handled. And looking at the the active board at the moment, there is uh, one welfare check that's waiting for a deputy to become available to go out and handle it in the Altasir area. Uh, but we've since the onset of the storm, we've received uh, nearly a thousand uh, different welfare checks, and all of those have been handled. And luckily, all of those uh, folks that we've checked on have found to be in uh, good health simply without communications or power. So uh, just trying to reconnect people. If, if there's somebody that you're concerned about, if you're unable to check on them or unable to have a neighbor check on them, uh, certainly give the sheriff's office a call and we'll get somebody out to do that welfare check. Now, what, was it the proper procedure to go through 211 first or should they call you guys directly? 211 is a great resource if you're looking for information. Uh, they're able to connect you with different resources throughout the county. If you're looking for somebody to physically go out to a residence and conduct a welfare check, then the sheriff's office or the municipalities such as Grass Valley PD, Truckee PD, or Nevada City PD would be the appropriate phone call to make. Now, I have to imagine you guys have been slammed and way over overworked. Um, have you been able to bring in resources from outside of the county? Uh, law enforcement and fire mutual aid uh, is always something that we research you know, anytime that we have any sort of a 
natural disaster or fire, uh, Cal Fire, I know, has brought in some from uh, some crews from the Placer County and perhaps even the Yuba County area. Uh, law enforcement has been working very closely uh, internally within Nevada County Partners, the Grass Valley PD and Nevada City PD. So we haven't had to reach outside for official mutual aid, uh, but certainly always a resource if we become bogged down here. Is there anything else you want uh, our listeners to know, Andrew? The biggest thing is that, you know, Nevada County residents are really resilient, whether it be uh, a fire or perhaps this winter storm or even the public safety power shutoffs we face during the summer sometimes. We have really resilient residents and we appreciate that. Everybody has, you know, really maintained their calm and and cool, uh, even, you know, being without power for 10 days and the challenges that come along with that. But we've received a lot of real positive uh, feedback from the community as to how they're doing. Uh, how the welfare checks have been going and and whatnot. So, uh, you know, hang in there. We'd love to say everything will be turned back on tonight, but uh, PG&E is working their hardest. If you happen to see a PG&E worker or another uh, line crew out in your front yard, you know, just stop and thank them for a second. Uh, Many of them, some I got to meet this morning, are in this exact same boat. They don't have power at their own houses, but yet they're still climbing the pole, you know, in front of yours to get your power back on. So, uh, just be patient. Hard to say 10 days into this, but be patient. We'll get there. And we just really appreciate everybody working together and taking care of each other. All righty. Well, thank you so much for all the information and time. We've been talking with Andrew Trigg, the uh, Public Information Officer for Nevada County Sheriff's. Uh, we wish you the best out there. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much.